Tuesday. <laughs> Good morning, Sandra. Hope all is going well, guys. Wake up, wake up. Mm -hmm. Wake up. It's time to get up. Fresh cuts, y'all. <laughs> yes, Chris cut his hair yesterday. And after that, <clears throat> I was trying to just do like a little edge up and just trim the back of mine, which I mean, I normally do my own hair. If you know me, you know that. And Chris convinced me to let him do the back of my hair and do the undercut. And then he convinced me to let him take it as short as his. Yes. Which, if you see. It's short. It's short. And so I have the little pricklies on my hair in the back and underneath, much like his hair now. Come on, somebody. So the hairstylist handed over the clippers. That's right, which took a lot, man, which took a lot. Yes. We're going to get rocking and rolling in just a moment. We let a couple more people That's jump love. on. Yes, that is love. That is love, Sandra. You are right. <laughs> that is trust because <coughs> actually I felt I, I have a hard time sitting still if I ever let someone do my hair, period. Um, I, would I, I not, get like nauseous I feeling. Wouldn't wanna be, I would not want to be the hairstylist that has to do yeah. her hair. She is and, so picky. And so when he was doing it, like every time he'd go up the back of my neck, like the back of my uh, head area back here, I feel like I was at the top of a roller coaster. You know that, that feeling you get in your stomach? You're at the top of the roller coaster and you're about to go and it's like... <gasps> You're like holding everything together. That's what it felt like every time he was like going up with the clippers in the it back started of my hair. Like, I was like, look, look, we'll jump into the Devo in just a second. But it started yeah. with, I was like, let me do it. And she was like, ah, I don't know. Maybe get a clip guard. Maybe get a clip guard. And she was I was like, trying to get my normal clipper guard. I normally do like a two, uh, a one faded to a two because I, I like it short at the look, bottom, but and longer. And so she was like, no, I don't know. I said, look, we just need to go ahead and do it. And, said, and she's like, oh my God. Like, too late now. i got to go with it. No, and it wasn't only that. It wasn't only, like, I said, oh, my God. It's he stepped back, and he was like, oh, like, that's really short. And I was like, well, now we're kind of stuck, and I'm stuck, and you're stuck with seeing my hair that short. This is so. very true. This is very true. All right, guys, we got got some people rolling. Um, let's go ahead and pray, and then we'll get into it. And I got some stuff to share today. Man, I'm excited about it. Kim's going to be sharing, too. Um, but we're we're kind of excited about this, <clears throat> to kind of talk about it, stretch your thinking a little bit. So uh, let's pray. You want to pray? Yeah, yeah. God, cool. I thank you for this morning. I thank you for the this time that we get to share with each person that's <coughs> joining or joins later, Lord God. I just pray that you give us the words to speak, Lord God, that speaks to us as well as everyone that tunes in. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 All right, cool. So we're going to go over to Romans chapter 8 real quick. If you have the uh, <clears throat> the Bible app or the YouVersion Bible app, yeah. um, you know every day they give you a verse of the day that pops up on your, your screen. And today's verse of the day is actually a scripture that we hit on uh, probably about four weeks ago when we started doing the devos. Um, but it's Romans chapter 8, verse 1. And I love the mm -hmm. message translations, what they used it in. But I'm going to read from the New Living Translation and, um, and give some context. And then we're going to kind of unpack this a little bit for you guys today. But it says this. 
in Romans chapter 8, verse 1, it says, So now there is no condemnation for those who belong to Christ Jesus, right? Mm -hmm. For those who belong to Christ Jesus. There's no condemnation for those who yeah. belong to Christ Jesus. Now, anytime you're reading scripture and you come across a so now, depending on your translation, so now or therefore, you always kind of want to know what they're referencing, right? Because right. what they're explaining here, excuse me, what they're explaining here answers everything they just got done talking about. So, <clears throat> when Romans 8 starts off with, so now, or therefore, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, you got to know what it's talking about. So, what Romans 7 is, is it's Paul's, um, uh, Paul's explanation of what it's like trying to live a life under the laws of, of Moses, right? right. This, this concept of living under the law. And Paul, what he goes on to say, there's a famous verse um, that goes in there. And it says, you know, the things that I didn't want to do, I ended up doing, and the things I don't want to, or the things that I do want to do, I don't end up doing. And, mm -hmm. and we, we have that as kind of like, well, that's just the way life is as a Christian. You know, you're going to sin, you can't help it, blah, blah, blah. And what Paul is saying is, is this, is really that the strength of sin in, in his life comes back down to the law, a trying to maintain, trying to do, trying to live according to a certain set of standards perfectly. And the harder you try not to do something, how many of you know, the harder you try not to do something, the more you want to end up doing it. Like when we all want to go on a diet, we all want to stop eating certain things. I remember when I wanted to stop eating uh, Swiss rolls. Y'all, I had an addiction to Swiss rolls for years. Like, yeah. And when I say an addiction to Swiss, y'all know what Swiss rolls and are. And everybody kind of like contributed to that like yeah every, and y'all because no, nobody loved me at my at the church i was pastoring i know i loved me because they would leave boxes of swiss rolls and ho-hos on my there's no love in that whatsoever if someone tells you they have addiction don't laugh at them and buy them a box of swiss rolls because you know what they're going to do they're going to end up eating it just like the alcoholic telling you i have an alcohol problem you don't go buy a case of beer and sit I was on his doorstep say, it's more right? about what sin is more acceptable or what Socially struggle acceptable. is more acceptable yeah. so but so i had an issue with swiss rolls y'all right and so ho-hos <laughs> That's right. Ugh, I and hate all of those things. So, so here's the thing. The more I had set my mind, I'm not going to do that, right? I'm not eating any ho-hos or any Swiss rolls for this period of time. You know, the more I did that, the more I desired to actually eat ho-hos. That was like every time I went to Walmart, all I started thinking about were like Swiss rolls and ho-hos. Mm -hmm. And when I would go down the bread aisle, I knew exactly where that, and I would slowly walk by that, and I would stare at it and almost lust over the ho-hos, right? The no, Swiss you rolls. really did, y'all. He really did like it wasn't it was like i did a compassion I, or like a passion yeah. in the way you talked about them yeah 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 so anyways so anyways but real. my point my point is though is is that power really was supercharged the moment i began to say i can't do something i can't have yeah. that i can't do that and, and maybe we'll get into this another another time um, but that's what Paul goes on to say. He says the strength of the law or the strength of sin is the law. It's not that God's laws were bad. God's laws are not bad. It's it's okay. It's a good thing not to kill somebody, right? It's a good thing not to commit adultery. It's a good thing not to steal from something or not to covet. Those are good things. The problem is not with the law per se. The problem is is the flesh, right? What you know, our our right. ability to keep it. Yeah, because it says that <clears throat> it's a, it's a war with my mind. Right. Within me, it's a right. war within my mind that he speaks of in chapter seven. So, but let me let me get to, yeah. So that's chapter seven of Romans seven. That's where he's at. He's and it's like perpetual, hey, look, the more I try not to yeah. sin, the more I end up sinning. The more I try not to do something, the more I end up doing this. Mm -hmm. And he goes in and he says, well, what's the answer? Right. <clears throat> so the answer, <clears throat> excuse me, the answer to all that 
is found in chapter 8. So chapter 7 is the problem, and chapter 8 is the solution in Romans. Yeah. And it says, and he starts off with, therefore, therefore, since having understood all this, therefore, there is no condemnation for those who belong to Jesus. So he starts the chapter off like that. And how does he end the chapter? He ends the chapter with some of the favorite verses that we have, right? And it says, um, it goes back in verse 35. We read this the other day. Can can anything ever separate us from Christ's love? Does it mean he no longer loves us if we have trouble or calamity or persecuted, hungry? And he goes on and says, nothing can separate us from the love of God, right? Nothing, not death, nor life, nor angels, nor demons, nor fears today, worries tomorrow, not even the powers of hell, not even hell, not even hell can separate us from God's love, right? Right. So there is that whole chapter. So why am I saying this, right? Why am I going to this point? It's because oftentimes we think that um, we think that the more harsh a particular sentencing is, or more harsh a particular consequence is, then the more motivation there is to for change, right? Mm. And so, um, so which is so so not true, right? Perspective, right? So verse eight. So now there is no condemnation for those who belong to Christ Jesus. If condemning people brought about <clears throat> life change, then that would be the best form of 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 change that, that would be promoted in the church. I mean that's that is the form of change in most most churches. It's the form of change. You condemnation. Mm-hmm. So we preach over and over and over again the things you shouldn't do because God's gonna get you in X, Y, and Z. And we think that brings life change. It doesn't bring life change. Right. If condemnation brought life change, mm-hmm. then we would all be in a good spot. Well that's not the case. Right. It's kinda like we so, talked about a couple weeks back <clears throat> about like just picking the fruits, like trying to deal with the fruits versus the root. And it's like you can't like <clears throat> right. you can't do that. There's that's- a beautiful story too. So 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 Romans eight starts off again with that no condemnation for those in Christ. Right. There's a beautiful story of this exact thing, and it's found over in John chapter eight, and <clears throat> over in John eight, and we'll go with, um, yeah, uh, yeah. So John uh, chapter eight talks about the woman caught in the act of adultery, and the Pharisees are trying to catch Jesus in this this act of or trying to catch him so they can. They can basically try him and, and put him out, and uh, and so they find this woman who is in the in the act of adultery. Which Y'all is understand? Just weird like, altogether. That is a very weird situation. Like the Pharisees barge in, either they barged in on somebody, they went to the red light district of wherever they were at, and found the woman in the middle of having sex with a man, or they set her up by allowing one of the other Pharisees to be the man that that she was having sex with. Who knows? Right. But she was caught in the very act of adultery. They bring her before them not even to the public streets to the to the to the temple to the synagogue they bring her throw her down in front of uh, of every all the other church attenders mm-hmm. and they say to him hey, hey Jesus and Moses's law says that this a person caught in the act of adultery should be stoned to death what do you say and he has like one of the the biggest like boss moves there and he said in verse 7 he said all right but uh but let the one who has never sinned Throw the first stone. Right. Let the one who hasn't sinned throw the first stone. And it says, and then they he he they said they accuse us, they they slip away one by one, beginning with the oldest until only Jesus was left. Well, there's something to be said there, right? Because you know, the, the longer you've lived in life, the more you understand you ain't got it all together. It says from the oldest to the to the youngest, right? They left. Yeah, the younger you are, you think you got it all figured yeah. out still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it would have been awkward to be that like last person there staring at Jesus, right? All the other Pharisees left. You're the youngest Pharisee in the group, and you're staring at Jesus. And he's like, really? Do you Mm-mm. Really? You want to go here? And he's like, right. nah, I'll drop my thing. Right. So he goes out, 
And I love what he says to this woman in verse nine. He says, "And when the and when the uh, uh, sorry, verse ten. It says, and Jesus stooped, uh, stood up again, and said to the woman, "Where are your accusers? Did even one of them condemn you?" And she said, "No." And he and then it says in verse eleven, "No." And then it says, and Jesus said, "Neither do I. Go and sin no more." Neither do I. Go and sin no more. I'll, the Young's literal translation of this verse, um, which is like the literally, like literally how it was translated. Look what it says. Um, I love this. He says in, in verse um, 10, And Jesus, having bent himself back, and having seen no one but the woman, said to her, Listen, woman, where are those thine accusers? Did no one pass sentence upon thee? And then verse 11, she said, No one, sir. And then Jesus said to her, Neither do I sentence, or pass sentence on thee. Be going on. I hear my great-grandmother now. Be going on now, right? Be going on and no more sin. Mm. Where are those? Did, did anybody condemn you? Did anybody accuse you? No, neither do I condemn you. Right. Now go and sin no more. Now here's the reality: if condemnation is the greatest deterrent for holy living, right? Mm. Conviction, condemnation, uh, uh, guilt. If that is the if that is the determination for holy living, don't you think that Jesus would have took those moments right, right. there and said, you know what? You really should feel horrible about what you've done. You really should be the worst person. You X, Y, and Z. Now you should you should never sin. That's If that was really the best way, then they, you would have seen that response. Instead, he turns to her and offers her grace in that moment. You're, you're not condemned. And listen, I am not going to condemn you either. We struggle with this so much because mm -hmm. in, our, in our system, our way of thinking, we think that condemnation brings about the best results it doesn't right. it doesn't at all <clears throat> here's a bigger thing did she here's a bigger thing did she ask god to forgive her no was she forgiven yes and that's a really hard thing for people to wrap their heads around too that we think oftentimes that that <clears throat> forgiveness right or, or my ability to repent we call mm -hmm. repenting meaning asking for forgiveness that's what right. church repentance is asking for forgiveness we think that my asking for forgiveness um, therefore gives me forgive it gives me forgiveness and it's not that that repentance or begging God to forgive you is not the currency for forgiveness right. forgiveness is issued first and it brings about repentance it brings about metanoia it brings about change, a change yeah. of mind you know so he issues and extends forgiveness to her and then tells her now go and sin no more or a better translation that is go and live free from sin yeah forgiveness frees you from sin it's not the other way around right. you you don't have to beg and squall and plead and ask god to forgive you to be forgiven you've been forgiven right you've been forgiven and it's the forgiveness that empowers you to live a life free from sin yeah. there's a reason why he started off in romans chapter 8 listen there is now therefore now no condemnation for those who are in christ right. jesus there, the word condemnation again means rendered unfit for use or to pass a judgment or a sentence on somebody there is nobody rendered unfit for use in christ and so <clears throat> there yeah. there's that yeah and i think just go back and read <clears throat> Go back and read right before Romans, like you were talking about. Go back and read right before Romans 8, what was taking place 
and and his mind and the the struggle that was going right. back and forth because it ultimately says <clears throat> right at the very end, thank God the answer is Jesus Christ. Come Lord. on, man. Yeah. And it's like if we that is the key is going right back before that before the so now is Jesus Christ our Lord is the key. He's the answer to this. Right. Verse 24. Uh, uh, oh, what a miserable person I am. Paul yeah. says, you know, who will free me from this life that is dominated by sin and death? Thank God. Right. The answer is in Jesus Christ, our Lord. Right. So you see how it is in my, in my mind. I really want to obey God's law, but because of my sinful nature, I'm a slave to sin. And he goes on to say so there, verse now. eight. So now yep. there is no condemnation for those who belong to Jesus. Right. You right. Know? So good. Yeah. So so that's that's the Devo for this morning. This is the way walking. Yeah, Sandra. That's the Devo for this morning. I think going back, there's a lot to meditate on. I'm reading comments real quick. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I think, too, man, just remembering, man, that to not... um, when you when you have these devos, it's great to sit down and listen to to the teaching for ten, fifteen, or twenty minutes, or yesterday like thirty minutes, right? But um, it's good to sit down and listen. To it, but don't just leave the devo and go, okay, I checked the box, I got my devo right, and my right. word in. Man, go back and read the scriptures that we're talking about. Go back and meditate on that. You know, what is it that we? What is it you're feeling? And we right. we do that. We even do that with with the devotions themselves. There's no shortage of stuff we can talk about. We can right. randomly pick scriptures and talk all day long. But Kim and I sit here and literally like, we pray and say, "All right, Lord, what are the things that you're wanting us to share this morning? What are some yeah. things you're you're stirring in our hearts? What is it, Lord?" And we just get quiet before God and just listen, and then it ends up being what we're what we're talking about for that morning. Right. So right. take take some time, man, and yeah. and uh, and dig into it. You know? Yeah. I'm um, just trying to see the. Comments. Oh, we're trying to. Uh, Sorry, guys. We're trying to get comments. Update so we can go back and read your comments real quick. Um, and good morning again, everyone that's joining. Um, Sarah, that's joining. Um, Tim, I'm trying to see who uh, else has it's updating here. Always, I always. <laughs> all uh, of our stuff is all over the place. You're welcome, Kelly. Thank you for joining. And Amber. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's not working. So it's not working. Well, we'll go back and we'll we'll read the comments once we're done. But thank yeah. you guys for tuning in. And um, you want to pray? Yeah, I'll pray. Us out. All right, let's pray. Father, we just thank you for your grace, your mercy, Lord. And I pray, Father, that these words that we shared this morning, God, would just reverb in our hearts, Father God. That as we go throughout the rest of our day, God, we'll just be reminded over and over. God, that, that there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ. Father, we thank you, God, that we can live a life before you, God, free of guilt and condemnation, free of fret and worry about what you're going to do, God. We can rest in the fact that you love us uh, and yeah. that you love us with a radical love and a radical grace. Father, I thank you for freedom in the lives of, of everybody listening and watching right now. God, I thank you, God, that even as they med- meditate on these words today, God, that they'll experience freedom in the area of their life where they were previously bound or stuck in or struggling with and so father we just thank you for that father we thank you for your goodness and your grace in jesus name everybody said amen amen amen. amen. all right guys also real quick don't forget is if you were with us joined in last friday you know we did like a question answer it was a lot of fun don't forget like if you have questions they can be silly questions they can be like real like in-depth questions send them our way so we have some questions to play off of on friday because that was a lot of fun and quite funny and so send them our way um you can message us or send it to the the journey page the messenger there either way so we uh can have fun this coming friday because it's going to be fun friday yes fun friday free language friday fun friday
All right, guys, we'll see you tomorrow. Eight.